You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Rathmatic and Paulie Dunks. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a 5-star review. Take the Antidote. everybody this is dj craftmatic i got my boy in here and you already know who it is Polly dubs welcome back thanks for letting us back into your ears your minds your hearts <laughs> <laughs> for real taking the antidote all the way yeah and so <laughs> we're we're about to talk to some funny not funny but it's like uh, he's it's it's playoff time right now it's it's basketball and of course uh, Kawhi right now is in the throes of a battle right now for the NBA Finals, and he's got some shit that he files. He actually files suit against Nike for his logo. That's what that's what we're seeing right now. This is crazy. So he's planning on suing Nike over his logo because they stole his logo from behind him, and he filed a lawsuit. You know, trying to get trying to get the rights back for whatever reason, but he never submitted the rights. So yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, so Kawhi, you know, he should be worrying about Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and, of course, Steph Curry. But at the same time, you know, in between games, he just drops this federal lawsuit um, in California, suing Nike for basically copywriting his logo behind his back. Uh, said that he drew that logo himself, traced it out of his hand uh, before he even got drafted in the league. So Nike kind of ran with it and took it and there I guess it's probably coming down to they're not letting New Balance use that logo on the the New Balance shoe deal that he has now. Yeah. And they're and they're basically blocking him for more money from what he can do for his own shoes but like like I said he didn't, he didn't actually send them the logo so they just kind of stole it and, <laughs> and trademarked it. He signed with Nike back in 2011 though. But, I mean, obviously their situation deteriorated, so he went to New Balance. And, yeah. dog, he's out here balling niggas and fucking <laughs> New Balance. <laughs> I think I can't believe it. Hey, they might be comfortable, though, man. I'm telling you, 574s are – the New Balance 574s are still comfortable. Still got one pair left. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you looking for a New Balance uh, endorsement to their craft? Hey, <laughs> do it, man. Hey, them 574s was dope back in the 2000s. I remember those in the mid-2000s. I found something. They cold, man. I still got mine. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, if you like, if you over 30, like something happens to your foot where New Balance just becomes the, the game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nike Nike got the one shoe that that's just like the dad shoe. I see that shit all the time <laughs> when looking for shoe sales, and I'm like, man, that's the super dad shoe. Um but yeah, no. I mean, that's whack what they're doing to Kawhi, man. Uh, let that man have his money and stop stealing and shit. We know how it goes. Right. Hey, they don't get no fresh original ideas sometimes, so they gotta come take some shit. And they like, man, come on. They, he hasn't had a shoe, but I mean, they, that means they could reprint his the shoe that he did have. And it's I don't think he had his own though. I don't think he had his own exclusive shoe. So I mean, it's whatever. He was just wearing Nike shoes. Yeah, I mean, I don't. If he did, I don't think anybody ever remembers him or bought him. Like, 
He's probably pushed more new. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> That's like just as bad as like the Russell, the Russell Jordans. I hate them shoes. The Carmelo <laughs> Jordan shoes. I hate those shoes. Those are the worst shoes ever. <laughs> <laughs> They're so ugly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they, so he's gonna try to get his money back. I mean, how much do you think they that he should sue them for? Because I think he could have made some money. I mean, people hated on him, so. It kind of took his time while we talking shit. I mean, I, I like I like how he was just a dog, man. He came out of a small school and he fought his way up. He's just he's just weird, man. <laughs> That's probably the crazy thing is uh, the fun guy to yo. Know, I saw the tweets today where he they talked to like Rudy Gay and shit. Yeah, and other NBA guys, and they said all he says is like one liners. <laughs> Literally, he says like when he's scoring on you. He just says buckets, layups. <laughs> <laughs> he said he makes sound effects. Oh, and then he every time he gets a rebound, he says, I'm just the board guy. He said board, man. <laughs> board guy. <laughs> I'm the board guy. <laughs> Bruh. I, so when I saw that, I died laughing because I was like, yo, I could just see him saying that. And he's when he don't score on him, he nope, nope, nope. He out there just like a regular hood. <laughs> man, it's so funny. I think I it's like – like, you know, if he wasn't a talented basketball player, he would probably just be, like, streaming video games online all day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He seems like that kind of cat. Like, yeah, he'd be a Twitch guy. Kind of introverted. Definitely um, a Twitch guy. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of, you know, just a dude that kind of... Probably reads a lot of hentai, hentai <laughs> and all kind of shit. You think Kawhi loves anime? Hell Yeah. <laughs> hey, I can't. Hey, I love anime, so I can't talk shit. But I'm not into all that weird shit, niggas. I'm not talking shit, but hey, anime is some of the coldest shit. They got some really good design shit out there right now. Best cartoons on the planet, though. Like, these yeah, drawings is crazy. But but he's a uh, he's kind of like the same kind of thing. But this is weird. Like cats just talk about it, like on tweets and stuff, and you're and you're seeing it. And it's so funny. Because they, they literally clouded this dude because he's on the on the court. What if, that's just like the the Dave Chappelle episode with Prince. <laughs> buckets. Like I could just see, picture him scoring on him. He's just like buckets. <laughs> you think after you think after they beat the Heat, he was like game blouses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet he did. I bet he did. Oh, I swear. Man. Just knowing, hearing what people are saying, what he's what he says to them, I can picture that thousand percent you know what man we were talking about the anime did you see that post-game interview he did in um in chinese the other day nah bro <laughs> you need to pull that up and check that out dude like uh, at the post game i think it was i think it was after game one in the post game interview he did a whole interview in chinese oh shit he knows mandarin yeah in mandarin the whole thing was in mandarin like that's crazy yeah so i mean obviously he's an intelligent dude yeah definitely uh, Obviously, he's, you know, basketball intelligent, but come on, man. You let these fools copyright your logo, bro. <laughs> you got to get a better lawyer than that to sign these contracts with Nike and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. I yeah. mean, that yeah. was in, uh, it was in the contract somewhere. So you should have had somebody take a look at that for you. Um, but yeah, he probably got sick of subtitles, dog. So he just started watching the like he just learned Mandarin. <laughs> yeah, he's like that kind of guy. like, fuck it, I'm going to learn Mandarin today. <laughs> he just does it. <laughs> he just like, learned it from watching. A robot? <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a really cool dude, though. Uh, like a yeah. good guy. I can't say nothing bad about him. He hustles out there. He plays hard. He's the, the kind of player that you would want to build your team around. Yeah, for sure. He he definitely looks like an all-star. He, he's playing like pretty much top three players in the NBA right now. That I mean that you got to say that we said that a couple yeah. weeks ago, um, you know, but all, all shit aside, he's kind of like their mascot, but we're going to get into the other mascot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the guy, we ain't, we ain't talking about Barney, the dinosaur or whatever that dude is. <laughs> we're talking about the real mascot of the Raptors, the biggest clown in Toronto. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, he, he's got the power moves. We talking about Drake, of course. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, He's got the power, though, to be just doing whatever the fuck he wants, I guess, in his own town. I mean, they let him do it. They're like, well, we put the city on. He talks about him all the time. I got to respect that. He gets a lot of money. He's He's got to be like top three Canadian rappers. 
I saw somebody debating about that shit. Top three uh, Canadian I, rappers. <laughs> I didn't know there was such a thing. But, <laughs> um, Man, I, I, I had to think about who is actually some good, some good rappers that I, I've honestly never heard of them. So I think the only other Canadian rapper I remember is that Informer dude Snow. He did that Daddy Yankee song like last year. They where they just brought back his old song. It was like, oh in, yeah, Informer. Oh yeah, yeah. Boom, boom down. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I do. I think that shit hit number one as like the remix of it 20 years later last year, that stupid country remix of it or whatever. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I this down. <laughs> I mean, Drake was just as corny as that dude. You're laughing right now, but. You know, that's funny. Hey, that's a <laughs> funny statement. I'm just laughing because that's because that's like you're you're going on that path that I know because it <laughs> it definitely how he is. Uh, you know, you still got to. I actually enjoy some of Drake's music. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I can't. I can't even lie. Um, his early his early times and shit like that. He went kind of hard when he was rapping like little brother type of shit. Yeah. Uh, that's when I first got into him. And this was probably back in like 2008, 2009. So, I mean, I got on the train early as fuck. And so, so it's like so far gone, the, the mixtape album, whatever he just re-released and then went platinum by itself. That's an album or the mixtape that's already went platinum Mm -hmm. several times before that. And the re-release is that much more, uh, Cause he can do that. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like the dude is, yeah. dude is, the dude is a powerful guy. So he sit, he sits over there and he does all of his, uh, his antics and shit. He was very quiet last game. <laughs> so I, yeah. I say. Yeah, definitely. I mean, in the Eastern conference finals, he was just acting a fool. I mean, he was coming out onto the court. He was given a, a little back rub to Nick nurse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, obviously crossing the line like fans shouldn't be out on the court it doesn't matter who you are even the mascots not out there you know fucking with Giannis and touching him and shit you know what I mean yeah real talk and then they had another one I think this was the last game too he was talking to Nick Nurse during a free throw like what the fuck are you doing yeah exactly coach he's got a secret coach he got you players coming over here to the sideline the point guards usually the guards are usually coming to the sidelines watch out you know during the first one and he over there talking to him Mm-hmm. No, dog. Nobody like, can do that shit. Yeah, like I don't know, man. And Commissioner Adam Silver said he talked to the Raptors about Drake's antics uh, prior to the finals. Um, you know, I really don't have a problem with Drake. I think he's a a funny character to me. Um, <laughs> I kind of I don't like when people talk about him as a rapper because I don't really consider him a rapper. I consider him more a pop star or an entertainer in that regard than a rapper. Like he probably sings more than he raps, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, but in terms of the, the lane of the pop star, he's one of the top three pop stars on the planet. <laughs> I'll like, you know what I mean? Like it's probably him, <laughs> Ariana Grande and like either Bieber, Ed Sheeran or Taylor Swift, like whoever the flavor of the year. <laughs> so what do you call this music? If he's not a rapper, I just pop music. I'd call it pop music. You consider all pop music? I would consider his shit, yeah. I would say pop. Like, I, I think like of the certain songs, like I, I think of the certain songs, like yeah, he, he kind of does. I, you know, and this is the, this is my regard on it at least. Like Kanye sings. I remember when Fifty Cent was singing. Ja Rule. Okay. So what would you call Post Malone music? Rap? Like it's pretty similar, right? I mean, I, I would call it, I would call it rap for the most part because because it is like, you know a lot of his music is not like, it's not like a country album or nothing like that. It's really rap shit. Like he's just rapping over Travis. He's kind of singing and he's putting rhymes together. He's not necessarily yeah. doing too much singing. So you got to still put it all in the same genre. I mean, that's what you got to define it as. It's not hip hop. Rap is a part of hip hop because hip hop is a, a rap is a verb of a hip hop, but there is no, <clears throat> when you're putting down lyrics and shit like that, like we, we, I can't really take these guys out of it because everybody was doing it. We, we can't forget there, that, that Andre singing. We can't forget. Yeah. The only person that wasn't singing was Jay-Z. But there's a difference between R and B and rap, right? Yeah. 
but I, I've heard both sides of Drake's shit. That's why I can't put him in there because I know I've heard an album where he's all spit. That's all yeah, he does. I, is spit. He doesn't I heard do an album where he did dancehall songs, but <laughs> yeah, he he dancehall hey, and... no, he'd be taking waves. I'm not going, I'm not going <laughs> front on that. I, I, hey, that's it's pop, right? Like the, the purpose of it's music, pop, man. It's it's Afro, it's African African American music, Afro music, it's Latino music, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And they're taking it and they made it. He's making it like a. He does make a lot of like pop hits, but he also has a lot of rap shit under there. Because I just think like you know okay. I listen to Jumpman or something like that. You know Jumpman with Future. That that shit ain't no singing shit. That's some rap shit and a hard ass beat. Yeah. So you know. To me, what makes it pop music is the intent behind the music, right? Like, <laughs> right. He's not coming, he's not putting out his music to express his art as necessarily as he is putting out music to make hits on the radio. Yeah. You know, that's hey, that's a thousand percent true, man. That, that's, that's kind of the way I look at it. While more of rap is an expression of yourself or an expression of a story that you want to tell uh, through that kind of music. So I would say that would kind of be the difference because he do be riding waves and, <laughs> and I mean, the, the beats are hot. The, the tracks obviously do well on the radio. Obviously he's like the top streamed artist in the world. Right. Right. One of them. Yeah. So, you know, if he drops an album, it's going to be number one for the next three weeks. So yeah. I, and it's all because that's just the way it's, it's tailored to, to game the system, to game the radio charts you know, so I would say the intent of his music is is to put out bangers on the radio as opposed to expressing himself. That's why I would define it as pop music, and that's why I never kind of looked at him as a rapper. But you know, I feel that it's an opinion. It might not be right, but just like same thing with like just pop music. That's the purpose of it, right? That's the purpose of creating these boy bands or giving these you know writing a song for Ariana Grande because you know it's going to be on the radio twenty four seven and it's going to chart really well. Yeah. And that's the intent of her music, right? Like t- to be popular, to be top 40. Well, I mean, she, and she, but she also wrote some pretty good songs though. Like she had a couple of those, but you know, I think I'd like, thank you. And all those other ones, she might've not wrote them, but I mean, mm-hmm. she talking about Malcolm, of course, uh, Mac Miller, yeah. you know, things like some of them have some, some intent, but right. um, I don't know. Like, I feel like majority of music is like that nowadays, except for the younger, hungry generation who's now coming up. So, but the thing is, is like hard. And this is where I see it all kind of blending right now is the difference with, um, with the crowd and everything like that is, is stars have always intertwined with athletes. Mm -hmm. So teams even can't really not, do anything about that because here's the thing that's like endorsement for them. That's more money for them because they can, they can end up growing their brand knowing that they got that. And that's kind of what Toronto did is like, they're already a very accepting team, you know, is run by, uh, I believe he's what a Saudi Arabian or something like that. Um, or of the sin of that, the owner, you know, and then they got the, the, you know, pretty much all the, they're all foreign, you know, so that, that kind of stuff, they just take and gravitate towards, especially at that and the market that is big, but it's not big. Like it's not big in the America. Everybody knows basketball is in America. That's where it's mostly watched and all that kind of stuff. Canada, that is Canada officially that they're in. So that's in a different country still. <laughs> and so and the only team in that whole country, the only team in the whole country. So the, yeah, the, they rep Canada in general when it comes to basketball. So the, even him representing him being one of the biggest artists in the world period. And then you couple that with the team that finally made it to the finals and it's a big thing right now. And I, yeah. I think that that's all antics of, of the game, of course, and that's why they're allowing it, but it's getting too close, man. They got to cut that shit out. Yeah. And they were saying, um, I mean, master trolling is going on too by him on the first two games. The first game, oh, he's yeah. Raptors, Del Curry, 30, Del Curry, 30, bruh. And that's just cold. And he had the and he had this and the shocks on. Yo, that's mm-hmm. that's that's wild, man. That's like that VC shit from way back in the man Vince Carter who used to wear shocks and shit, man. Yeah, and D- Del Curry, Steph Curry's dad also wore number thirty when he was a raptor. Yeah. Um, and you know, Drake wore his jersey to game one there, sitting there on the sideline. Steph kind of looked at him sideways when he seen him at first. Um yeah. he, you know, Drake has a confrontation with Draymond Green at game one. Right. Um, which was all kind of pandering to the game camera two as well. Yeah, well, game two was actually actually was a uh, Clay, Clay and uh, KD, 
in the back. And he was wearing a Where's Kevin shirt with uh, yeah, Home Alone. Yeah, he said Where's with, Kevin. With Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Hey, that's ultimate troll mode right there. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, my oh. God. I laughed so hard when I saw that. I was like, it, oh, my God, this dude's it, a troll. That picture of E-40 choking out Drake, too, was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing, you know, Drake has been embracing being a meme over these last couple of years. I'd say, like, when Hotline Bling video came out, that's when he kind of started embracing being a meme. And then going, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he knows he's just a character at this point. Like, <laughs> So he embraces it. And part of Drake's character <laughs> is, is cock riding uh, any athlete he can. Obviously, he's got to deal with the Raptors. Uh, he's their global brand yeah. ambassador. I was bragging on him. Yeah, we got to get, get on the street. Yeah, I got to talk about this Drake streak. <laughs> so, so Drake's like the number one like athlete girlfriend in the world on top of all the other credentials that we listed for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the thing is anybody he attaches to, they end up losing. And I can't I can't remember a curse is just as bad except for when Lil B curses you. <laughs> the Lil B curses. Yo, because I remember he cursed KD. And that's why them niggas lost. <laughs> That's why niggas lost that 3-1 because he cursed hey. that man. Again. And Drake, Drake was like uh, with the Heat. I remember he was cock riding the Heat. Yeah. And they, they lost. They lost. To this to Kawhi Leonard. And Alabama. School. Alabama. Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky, bro. Remember when he was at like that Kentucky event shooting baskets yeah. or some shit and like yeah. airballed it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like every every team that he t- that he just feels like he has to associate big shout out or whatever, the niggas end up losing. It's just I don't know if it's just his aura. Um, he gives you the bad Drake vibes. I don't know. Like they, they just take L's, and the most recent victim was Anthony Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Anthony Joshua, uh, heavyweight champion, like had three belts. He's fighting some. Some fat dude, right? <laughs> Some big dude that I, honestly I never heard of. But well, he, he, was fight, he was supposed to fight somebody else, and then he got hurt. Whoever that dude I was got, got hurt or something. Yeah, that dude got hurt, and then they found this dude at a Popeye's chicken. <laughs> 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 he found him in his abuelitas eating some tacos, bro. <laughs> La raza for my dudes, man. Hey, shout out to my Mexican homies. But damn, bro, this dude came out of nowhere and and. Molly whopped him like that shit was crazy the most fit big athlete ass nigga like oh man and he's from Britain of course so we didn't have to take that L so thank you he's at least the other dude Ruiz uh he's from uh you know uh San Diego or something yeah Cali so I mean at least he a true-blooded American (laughs) but shit uh Drake just was took a picture with him like the day before or something like that. Yeah, and Anthony Joshua tweeted, "Yeah, the Drake curse ends Saturday." Yeah. Hashtag June first, <laughs> and on June first, bro, this cat was seeing stars bigger than Drake. It is strike again, bro. Over, like, it's man. again. Got your ass lit up. That's that's what he get. That's what he gets. That's what he gets. And it's so funny because, you know, Twitter goes extra for all that shit. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I see pictures of Muhammad Ali, the one where he knocked down Joe Frazier. <laughs> and they got the one that side by side. And I'm like, y'all better stop right now. But it was actually, uh, I think it was two days ago, yeah, on the 30th or whenever the 30th was, excuse me. Uh, I believe that's when Muhammad Ali passed uh, two years ago now. So... Yeah, it was like one of those things like, shit, that shit's wild. Um, but <laughs> Drake just be just wrecking everybody. Hey, let's also say that when Drake was wearing that Del Curry jersey, the motherfucker had to hide his Steph Curry and Kevin Durant tattoos. Yeah, that's why he got the armband on. He that's got cool. him. He got them tattooed on him. <laughs> Yo. That's how that's, I mean. that's why you can't you can't even like talk shit to him. Like how you feel talking Draymond trash when you got his number tagged on <laughs> like you're fucking weird, first of all, for that. That shit was funny though when he was selling the lint. 
after game one on eBay. <laughs> Steph Curry's lint. Steph Curry's lint. And the username was Draymond shouldn't wear 21. Or yeah. Draymond doesn't deserve to wear 23. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight trolling. And then on the back of game two, you know, walking back, he, uh, there goes Clay Thompson. And I saw somebody was like, uh, Clay Thompson like that nigga in school that used to always say some slick shit to himself when ain't nobody hear him or something. And I was just like, damn, this is too funny. Cause that's exactly what it was. It was like Clay Thompson was in the cut, of course, because he got his hamstring, he got ice on his hamstring and he, he in the back in the hallway, he's dapping up the players and everything. Uh, somebody yelled out, Oh, here come Drake. And then, uh, you know, KD's right there with him too. And KD go back and he started wolfing and, Clay Thompson just chilling in the back. He just talking shit to himself. Like, yeah, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of like, you know, I'm like, come on, bro. Uh, I don't know why you feed into his energy, man. I would not pay any attention to him. It is just crazy antics, though. It's hard not to pay attention to him because he's standing right there and he's like on the court. Like, bro, you cannot. Why are you getting up and going past the scorer's table? Um, You know, any of that kind of stuff It's wild. Yeah, man. You shouldn't be able to do that shit. It's illegal. And they should get technical. Every time he get up, they should get a technical. Uh, I've been I've been teed up personally in the crowd before. I've had a, <laughs> I've had a referee tee me up, bro. That's just wild. Yeah, Kobe got to shoot. Crowd. Kobe got to shoot some free throws because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I'm, I got to tell this story now because I don't work there no more and I can do it. So um, I used to work for the city and shit. And so this dude – um, <clears throat> he used to work like at one of the city offices or something. And he was like a sports director or something. I can't remember his name. Um, he, uh, he was a referee and it was when I was in high school or after high school, I had went to a game to go support the younger cats, you know, the ones who was just under us and shit. I went to yeah. go watch a couple of their games. And so I went to Cheyenne mountain, of course, and this is in Colorado Springs, Colorado. So, I'm the only nigga, well, besides our school, you know, the people who traveled to go over there to go watch the game. Uh, we was the only ones in the crowd. So I'm over there just kind of talking shit because he was, he was a terrible referee. Um, he, <laughs> was, he was just terrible. He was making terrible calls. And it was, and you could definitely tell it was like hometown calls. It's the nigga school versus the all white school. You know what I mean? Like it was basically that. And, and, and it's Cheyenne Mountain. And for people who know living in Colorado Springs, that's, that's how it is. That's how the high school is. It's rich, uppity, drugged out white kids <laughs> and, uh you know that's just what happens and uh we I, I was just in there wolf and i'm like come on man i'm sitting there I, i'm the only nigga and he points me out in the crowd and he and they tease me up i got my coach mad as hell at me i left i had to leave i left the game because that's, that shit was just ridiculous fucking crazy bro yeah i don't know that shit was wild so yeah niggas can get teed up he should get teed up <laughs> get up out of his seat and he's walking around I'm teeing up the team sit your ass down cause right. that's it's, it's dumb and I don't know why they haven't enforced that already I think they should do that for any for any celebrity that's right there I mean I understand even even uh, um, Spike Lee at least stays in his seat right there he doesn't leave and go talk to the coach he he sits on the sideline but he don't get up and go right. talk to the coach so it's like there's a difference and so Drake takes that shit to a whole nother level yeah, and I mean, hey, man, he's hijacked the NBA Finals because here we are sitting here talking about Drake. Real talk. <laughs> but the Drake curse, obviously real, so probably sorry for the Raptors that, he, you know, he happens to be from the same country as you guys because probably going to lose now because his ass. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just what happens if y'all keep letting him do his own shit, man. If, if you just keep letting them do shit, it's just going to keep happening. So antidote. that's the antidote.
Exclusive Craftmatic shit. Y'all go check that out. Matter of fact, it's on the damn SoundCloud, man. DJ, it's uh, soundcloud.com. DJ dash or hyphen Craftmatic, man. C-R-A-F-T-M-A-T-I-C. Shit. (laughs) Craftmatic. Craftmatic, man. DJ hyphen Craftmatic on SoundCloud. And it's fucking listen to all the mixes. Listen to all the mixes, man. I got five hours of mixes up there already. That shit. That's hella content, bro. Y'all it's, still listen to that. It's hella time you guys are wasting listening to whack shit that you should be listening to my man's SoundCloud. Real talk. <laughs> and here's an exclusive that you will only hear on the antidote or on his SoundCloud or wherever else we decide to put it up later on. Yeah. Exclusive. We got to talk about the Pelicans and Anthony Davis. I'm hearing a lot of things swirling right now. I know yeah. you are too. A lot of things swirling right now. Uh, yo, what do you, what do you think is going to happen in this off season real briefly? Uh, what do you think is going to actually happen in this off season? Do you think he stays or do you think he goes? I don't know, or man. Traded. Or gets traded. So I would think, um, so Zion Williamson, he's going to be the number one overall pick. The new Orleans Pelicans won the number one overall pick. And he's either going to start a dynamic duo with Anthony Davis, where they're only going to need one more piece to really contend in the West, or Anthony Davis is going to bounce. And I, I think for Anthony Davis, that would be the worst decision to make. He should stay there, but he's probably going to leave. So um, based on reports that I saw, it said at the end of May, the Pelicans met with Anthony Davis in Los Angeles and he made it, his intentions clear that he does want to get traded. So I don't know. You think the the Lakers are going to make the deal happen now, now that Magic Johnson's out of the picture? Well, no, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know if they got an honest shot of trying to keep him, but they, he got to be honest about it. Like that's his whole thing. If he can stay honest about it, I, if I'm him, I'm, I'm staying as well, just because um, the money the money aspect of it, you have to think of that. The, the, right. the amount of money he can get paid. He can be the highest paid player in the NBA. Yeah, he can get uh, the Supermax. He can get the Supermax, and his is going to be a lot. So if you look at how much he's going to get, because he's played with the team for so long, that he's going he's gonna to actually have a lot more money to play with. Um, they do have a shot at getting 
Zion. So if you get Zion, then that's a whole different situation. Uh, of course, Pelicans got the number one pick. So, I mean, it's crazy that they do. And that just comes down to it that they, if they're going to pick him, it's, it's pretty obvious, you know? Um, so they got to, they really got to think about what they can do. And, and he needs to think about what he can actually get out of LA or going with LeBron and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the LA situation does look good. I mean, he could play with LeBron James. LeBron James never had a true legit center like that. We could really see something happen. That could be like super dominant type shit. So he might be thinking that too. Like maybe he wants to win. That's the thing. Like Zion could put them in the position to win, but we don't know yet. Just because he's a freakish athlete and he was bigger than all them kids doesn't mean he's going to come in the NBA and do that. He is a stocky big guy and all that good shit, but he's got to get his jumper down. And, um, you know, he's, he's got a little bit to work on, but I, I would, we got to see. We'll see in, in summer league, I guess, once they get drafted. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, he's the highest touted prospect coming into the league probably yeah. since at least Kevin Durant uh, sure. and Greg Oden were that year. Uh, maybe since LeBron, he might be the most touted basketball player since LeBron James um, when it yeah. comes down to it. So, you know, like if, if there wasn't a one and done rule, he definitely would have been drafted last year, probably number one overall. Yeah, and he'll be number one again this year too. I mean, it, if he if he goes back, he still hadn't he didn't sign an agent. So yeah, well, I mean, his agent will probably be Rich Paul, <laughs> LeBron's <laughs> agent. Because why wouldn't you want LeBron's agent as your own agent if that's the path you know that you're destined to go down? Um, well, I mean, what happens if 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 because you already seen like Zion said that he might not want to go to the Pelicans. I've seen a lot of that, or at least there's been talkings of that, that he might not mm-hmm. want to go there. So he might go back for a year. That's why he didn't sign an agent yet is because yeah. he's not for hundred percent for sure. He's going to go to the NBA. Yeah. Turn around and, and go back to college for a year. I would think that's dumb. He's not going to do that. He's going to go to college and play for free for a year. Yeah. I don't think he's going to yeah. do that. I mean, that'd be dumb. <laughs> the dumbest move ever. You, you definitely going to go into the league. Um, cause you, you never know. He got lucky on his injury. He got lucky on this injury that it wasn't serious because if it was actually an actual serious injury, that would have changed the whole perspective. So he's, he's only got that, that window. He better go in now. I mean, yeah, that's what, that's what it's going to take for, for AD to stay though. But, um, he's got to, he's got to almost commit to that early because, that's somebody he's got to go. He's got to be that leader and go talk to Zion and be like, "Look, you know you coming here. We can make this shit really work. You're gonna be an excellent, athlete, you know, player. I'm one of the top five players in the NBA. Shit, this is what needs to happen. We're well, not healthy in the top five. Yeah, and the, I mean, the flip side of trading Anthony Davis is they can get a lot of key pieces back in exchange for Anthony Davis to build a solid team around Zion. Uh, they could resign Drew. That's Harden true. And they can get you know. Positions two, three, and four filled up in the in the AD trade. Oh yeah, for sure, because they're going to definitely come up off a. Of, uh, you're going to have to give me a, either Brandon Ingram or Kuzma. One of the other is coming. <laughs> one of the others. So that's the conversation. Um, you're going to have to give me. No, they're going to have to give both. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I mean, they don't really got any pieces left anymore. They should have just waited with Julius Randle. They would have been fine, but whatever. <laughs> and D'Angelo Russell, they would have won Russell. this year. Yeah, yeah they would have won this year. Fuck they would have been in the playoffs with D'Angelo Russell, LeBron, Kuzma, and uh, Ingram, Brook Lopez, even. Oh yeah, no, and then and kept them, uh, Randall too. Yeah, they it would have been in there, but yeah, they tricked that shit off Magic Johnson. So Randall will be playing with uh, Zion. Yeah, and that could work too, because Randall's a fucking star too. Everybody sees it. He he's got his numbers. He was he balling out last year. year. Yeah, yeah, because he ha- he had to he had to this year because there was nothing there was nothing that he could do when Anthony Davis missed all the games. Anthony Davis was not healthy this year. No, so I mean, if you have Drew Holiday, Kuzma, Randall, and Zion, you're probably making the playoffs in the West. You'd probably be a, a solid eight or seven seed, and if you can get even more pieces. For Anthony Davis, that's even better. If you can get that Lakers draft pick, if they got one, what they're picking at number four, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, get the one and the four, and then get a bunch of Lakers 
pieces that they don't want anymore that you know are going to ball off because everyone's been balling out after they leave the Lakers the past couple of years. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're, they're in a good spot. I think the Pelicans are in a really interesting position, and it's it might just be in their best interest to trade Anthony Davis and get those pieces and just start building around Zion, who, you know, regardless – like. It's not the NBA is not like the NFL where you can really force a trade in the draft like that. Yeah, in, in the NFL, Eli Manning, John Elway, two great examples of players that that forced the trade because they didn't want to get drafted by a certain team. But you don't really see that in the NBA. No, no, they're gonna make you fight through that. You're gonna have to stay until they say you're gone. <laughs> yeah, after your contract's up, and I think what they get you for at least three years, right? It's like three years on the first on the first deal, rookie deal. I think it's a, a four years with the team option to for a fifth year. Yeah. So, I and, mean, yeah, you got a deal. And that's right. the thing. Like, it doesn't matter where you go because if you're in the top picks, you're going to go to a bad team. What do you mean? <laughs> it's like, what like all, all those poor dudes that Minnesota drafted, starting from Kevin Garnett through Carl Anthony Towns. Right. <laughs> Except for at least KG stayed longer than four years. He stayed for like almost 10 years. Yeah. Or but he 10. Got, but he got fucked, man, that whole 10 years. Like, yeah, he sure did. They didn't give him nothing. No, they had made the playoff twice. Starbury traded him away. Like, they they were meshing good. Every time he play, started playing well with somebody, they'd ship him out and start over again. And just, yep. you know, he was kind of stuck there in limbo. Yeah. No, and that's and that's that's the sad part because that's the same thing that's happened with with um, with him, though. It was because they, they, they've been getting rid of players, too. Remember how they – um, you know, New Orleans had the players for a while there. I mean, New Orleans was was actually starting to get some players together. They've been fucking that team since the beginning. Um, I mean, I, I remember when they came up. Basically, the first first uh, actment of uh, pre Lob City was Ty, Tyson Chandler and Chris Paul, right? In the Hornets, and they are not the Hornets, but. Uh, yeah, they were the yeah, they were the Hornets. Hornets. Yeah. yeah, they were the Hornets at the time. Um, yeah, they they balled out, and it was like shit. <laughs> that was like the first thing, and then they got Anthony Davis there, and they got rid of Chris Paul right before Anthony Davis got there. Yeah, but they tried to put pieces around Anthony Davis, bro. They, yeah, they did. They, they gave him DeMarcus, DeMarcus Cousins. Cousins. But that's weird, though, man. I'm sorry. That's two big <laughs> niggas taking up the same space. It doesn't work. It right. doesn't work. It, it, when have you ever seen a Twin Towers work except for – Greg Popovich and and the Twin Towers and David Robinson and Tim Duncan. That was the only thing that ever worked. Like you can't – and I think that was just based on system. But look at the coach. So that's different. Like they never had a coach on that level and tried to make that shit work. That's not going to work. Denver tried that shit too. Remember when they tried to play Nurkic and Jokic at the same time? That shit didn't fucking work. They take up the same space. Right. It's, it never works. You should never try to do two big men. Um. Yeah. So th- that that to me was dumb in the first place. Um, <laughs> uh, but th- but that's what I mean. Like it, it, to me, they didn't give him anything either, and it sucks because they kept getting rid of players that he was starting to get good with. They actually were starting winning games because remember at that point two years ago they were vying for that last spot. They fought into the end, but then they still get rid of the players. Like they just they kind of did him dirty too. They haven't really given him anybody else to play with. Just put it like that. Randall's come in and play good, but they haven't had any time to gel together. So you don't know what that could actually look like because that's actually a small guy who plays just a lot. He plays more like a three. Um and Davis can still have his space and, and they both can still eat, but that's that's still a different thing. Um, I don't know. It, it's interesting to see. I think it, there's there's a lot of opportunity, just like you said, for the Pelicans itself, the organization, to just go ahead and trade him and just get the pieces. It makes it makes the most sense. He doesn't want to be there, so just just wherever do, he goes, he's gonna get hurt. Yeah, he's probably gonna get hurt. I mean, if he goes to L.A., I mean, at least he'll have L.A. doctors and shit like that. But I he mean, sprains his ankle going up for a rebound every time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, his longevity is kind of out there. But, I mean, if you go with LeBron James and they can get a decent three-piece, that's not a bad way to 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 really do things because that's shipping off for them too, though. So that's the thing. Like, it sucks to get away get away from some young talent, but if you can go get a decent three, a three-guard who's who's willing to come, who's not going to take a lot of money, but you, you can afford it now, uh, that makes the most sense to do it with, with that team, with the Lakers. The Lakers can do that. 
Um, but who knows? It could be the Clippers. We don't know. We'll wait until this fucking finals is over. This shit's wild right now. <laughs> uh, I'm a fun guy. I'm a fun guy. I'm a fun guy. I'm a fun guy. Please subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. Take the antidote.com.